Welcome to The Healing Cocoon. I'm Jacoby Gray, soul alignment and success coach and energy healer, which means I can intuit the subtle layers of your energy field to promote ultimate health and well-being. My goal for this podcast is to shed light on the healing journey itself and help you feel more supported as you embark on the process of unpacking your past to consciously create your present and start living the life of your dreams. Through the study of coaching, kinesiology, holographic kinetics, meditation, Reiki, the chakra system, and many other modalities, I've learned how to release the blocks that were holding me back. Now I'd love to help you do the same. By embarking on your own self-healing process, you'll see the world transforming around you in ways you never thought possible. You'll begin to experience more connection, clarity, love, fulfillment, synchronicity and success than you've ever had before. So welcome to the Ascension. Hello beautiful humans and welcome back to the Healing Cocoon podcast. It's a metamorphosis chat, it's Friday and today we're talking about the sixth chakra which is our third eye chakra and I think a lot of people are pretty into this one at the moment with the awakening of humanity that is currently unfolding. Um, the, there's a lot of attention on the third eye and the Sanskrit name for this chakra is the Ajna. It's an interesting word, A-J-N-A, Ajna Chakra. And the meaning in Sanskrit is to perceive or to command. And this chakra is all about, like the primary function is self-awareness and pattern recognition. So it's your ability to see yourself and then command yourself. Self-mastery does happen a lot in our solar plexus chakra, but also it is the ability to um, be discerning and command yourself to step away from the patterns and programs that have been holding you back once they come to light. So this is our second last chat. We've been talking about the chakras. If you're just tuning in today, this is the sixth chakra. There are seven. I mean, there are many, many, many chakras, but uh, predominantly we focus on the, the sort of major seven chakras that have come to us from the Eastern traditions, the Indian traditions, I should say. For example, Tibetans focus on only five um, chakras. So the element of this chakra is sound and the color is indigo and indigo is that purpley blue color and I'm creating meditations for the chakras at the moment. They're dropping hopefully next week. I'm super excited about them. And I was debating when I was bringing color into the chakra, I mean into the meditate stumbling all over my words I've literally just come home from acupuncture and I was like this is a great time to record a meditation I'm feeling so clear but I think I'm a bit of a space cadet actually <laughs> so just bear with me um okay so I, I was calling in I was thinking about the color and I thought do people actually know what indigo looks like when you say indigo is it um does it bring to mind 
uh, a purpley blue color immediately. And when I researched, well, Google, <laughs> when I Googled um, just to see what the, you know, uh, masses say around the color of this chakra, a lot of people were referring to it as indigo and a lot were referring to it as purple. And I actually went with the meditations for the color purple because I thought it was more important that um, we have an immediate association so we don't get hung up in the meditation of trying to find the right color. Now, the lotus petals, it's really interesting because the root chakra had four the uh, uh, sacral had six, the solar had 10, the heart had 12, the throat had 16, and this chakra has two. So it's really interesting. And the explanation behind that, because then um, <laughs> just to give you a bit of a spoiler alert for next week, when we get to the crown chakra, the crown has 1000 petals. And that is obviously the opening to the universe. But before the opening to the universe and to all of that universal consciousness and knowledge that occurs in the crown chakra, we have to come to a point of consolidation. So the two uh, lotus leaf petals that are representative in Sanskrit images of the um, third eye chakra represent okay going back just some very very basic yoga knowledge here yoga uh, refers to the nadis and the nadis are I think oh my gosh I think I saw somewhere that there's like 72,000 of them but they're they're energy systems running through our bodies and the three main nadis we have the ida ida nadi the pingala or the pingala nadi and the shushumana nadi so the Shishumana Nadi is the central channel and that energy um, channel runs straight up the spine through the chakras. So it, it starts just below the root chakra um, at the tailbone and shoots out through the top of the head at the crown chakra. And this is the Nadi of spiritual awareness. Then you've got sort of snaking around that channel, um, the Ida Nadi Gosh, I really should have looked up how to pronounce these. Guys, I apologize if I'm pronouncing these incorrectly, but you know what? I feel like I want to say the Ida, so I'm going to say it that way. And the Pingala, I like it. I like that version maybe rather than the Pingala. So right, wrong, that's how I'm pronouncing it right now. Um, please excuse me if it's incorrect. So the Ida Nadi, this is called the left channel, and this is the one that's related to our yin energies. And the yin energies are of the moon and they are known as our feminine energies. And then the channel on the right, the Pingala, is the masculine energies or the yang energies of the sun. And those two uh, energetic channels travel through the chakras in and out and in and out. They snake there all, all the way up, crossing over each other, passing each other, coming back, crossing over each other. And the idea is that these two channels meet in the third eye chakra. And that is before they shoot up, they can join with the Shishumna Nadi, the like spiritual central channel. And 
up we go to God, the cosmos, universe, quantum field, whatever you want to call it. So that's why there's only two petals, um, two lotus leaves in any image that you'll see um, in the Sanskrit um, tradition of the third eye chakra. And the signifying statement of this chakra is I see. And where you will find it is behind the brow bone, uh, sort of just where your eyebrows meet at the top of your nose. And if you go in there behind your eyes, that is the placement of this chakra. And it's living inside the middle of your head around the area where your pineal gland is and your hypothalamus and all these other amazing hormone um uh what's the word regulating um glands (laughs) and and I want to clarify something so we started by talking about I was calling them the dominant emotions as I was coming up through the chakras and then last week we switched into an element of or a an aspect I think I called it where for the throat it became lies and this time we're moving into illusion so instead of the fear of the root chakra and the guilt of the sacral and the shame of the uh, solar and the I literally am touching my body where the chakras are as I move up so that I I'm recalling these <laughs> all this information as I touch where the chakras are positioned in my body and with the heart chakra it's grief then when we moved into the throat it's lies and that's no longer an emotion and I realized as I was sitting here and I was like what is the word I am looking for the describing thing and I realized it's like the the enemy of this chakra, the um, negative aspect, the most weighted negative aspect of this chakra when it's out of balance will tend towards either those emotions or these aspects of lies and illusion. And I will leave the crown chakra for next week. So tune in to find out what the most, uh, the major negative aspect is of the crown chakra when you get out of balance. So we're looking at illusion. And the reason is that it's illusion is because this chakra is all about self-awareness and the idea of waking up to your programming, waking up to your patterning. And um, which, of course, when we're asleep, when we're inside the matrix, as you'll hear it described, or 3D, all of those sort of um, new age terms that we've got now, that's all about being uh, asleep or not seeing beyond the actual physical world around you, like still believing that um, this microphone in front of me that I'm speaking into right now that I can touch is the only reality that exists because that is dense and it is vibrating slow enough at a frequency slow enough to actually become dense and form an object that I can see and feel and touch and even taste if I want to try and bite it, you know, Um, but the illusion of that is not understanding that everything is vibration and just because the material elements around us are vibrating slow enough to for us to see and experience them and have the experience that we're having on this earthly plane doesn't mean that all of these other realms that are vibrating at a frequency so fast that we can't see them don't exist. So 
the three main characteristics of this chakra as every week I've been going through and just giving you a basic overview and this chakra is um, a feminine chakra so the throat was a masculine chakra and again just clarifying that I don't mean uh, man or woman or people identifying as man or woman I'm talking about the energies that we describe as feminine energies and the energies that we describe as masculine energies and this chakra is predominantly governed by the feminine energies of intuition which is our first major component of this chakra this is our ability to trust the inner voice to trust our inner knowing how many times have you known or heard a little voice or just a whisper that something you were about to decide to do wasn't right but you did it anyway and you lived out the experience and you discovered by living out the experience that it wasn't right You got the proof in front of you. You got that 3D proof. You lived the experience. And how many times have you said, I should have just listened to myself. I knew it. I knew it. And you kick yourself in the butt. So that's what intuition is. Intuition is one, actually being aware of that inner voice that is guiding you and telling you. It's often referred to as our higher self being able to access that and the next step in that process is actually being able to trust that do you trust that inner voice and I can say as someone who essentially now lives my life by that inner voice and that intuition um, you know it can feel it can feel scary sometimes but well previously as I was getting comfortable with the inner voice but now that I'm in a place where you know my even my move to Nashville for example it came so clearly I remember I was putting on my makeup in um, I was in Chicago with one of my best friends we'd rented a spot there for a month just to have the experience in February this year of living in Chicago in the middle of winter <laughs> and, I mean she's from Chicago but um, we had this incredible apartment 360 degree views of the city and we kind of went into this little like work cocoon and we just were working on our businesses and going out once a day into the snow and coming back inside and it was a really magical time but I needed to make some decisions because I'd been hopping around hopping around trying to figure out now that I'd given up my life in LA and at that point Australia was in lockdown Um, I think it was just starting to come out of lockdown. Uh, You know, it went kind of COVID hit Australia like 5,000 years after the rest of the world. So I left Australia. I went to Australia when COVID locked everything down in America. And then I got the ping to leave Australia. And just as I left, everything locked down in Australia. So I was pretty lucky that I was kind of missing I wouldn't say that actually the worst of it because I was living in Hollywood during um, the riots and a lot of uh, the very intense things that were happening around um, the beginning of COVID. However, I'm getting off track. <laughs> My point is I had to make a decision about where I lived. Couldn't necessarily get back to Australia. And if I could, did I want to? 
and I'd been bopping around trying to just see a bit of the country since I no longer was a permanent resident of LA and paying rent I was like oh well I may as well rent some other places so I spent a month in Palm Springs a month in Austin a month in Nashville I spent a month in Chicago and then I was in LA the rest of the time just bopping around people's houses when they were out of town for the summer and I suddenly, it just hit me. Like as most of the time when these things hit me, it's in a really mundane moment when I'm kind of like, I'll say it, absent-minded. <laughs> and I don't have a lot going on in my head. So my friend and I were preparing to go out to dinner. I was literally putting on my makeup and just really feeling at peace and, and happy with the experience that I was having. We were in such a little bliss bubble. And suddenly I just went, oh, I'm moving to Nashville. Oh my gosh, of course. Of course, that makes complete sense. And I was like, right. And I walked out into my friend's um, bathroom and I said, hi, where she was getting ready for dinner. I said, I'm going to move to Nashville. And she was like, oh, wow. Well, when we check out of our place next week, I'm actually driving down there to spend a week and a half with my family. So if you want to catch a ride and check it out again, just to make sure. And I was like, yes. What a beautiful synchronicity. Already the universe was guiding me and supporting me in that path to make that decision. And I'm going to do a whole, um, I want to do a whole metamorphosis chat on its own around my move and talking about signs and synchronicities because it was a really um, beautiful, supported experience and very easy with everything just falling into place. And that did involve me going back to Australia and selling up there and coming back here. And anywho, signs and synchronicities are another part of this chakra. I'm jumping in here because I want to ask you a question. Have you ever considered coaching and energy clearing as an option to support your personal healing journey? We often turn to therapy for unpacking the past, but what about what you want to create for your future? Coaching is a great tool for defining the action steps that will move you forward, and energy clearing removes the resistance to those action steps. So my unique offering called The Blend, which is a combination of the two, can be complementary to your deep dive into past traumas with your therapist, or used as a tool on its own to radically strip away the energetics that no longer serve you. So you can consciously define the parameters of your life. Because most people's lives are defined by the parameters of their mind, not the other way around. Coaching and energy clearing makes conscious what is unconscious, so that you no longer are a servant to your outdated protective programming, noisy thought patterns, family energetics, and whatever else is going on inside your mind. So if you'd like to learn more about the blend and how it could support you transitioning into a more fulfilled version of yourself and your life, go to our website, which is also listed in the show notes of this episode at www.urbanascension.co, that's .co, not .com, and schedule a free half hour discovery call with me because I would love to chat about what's holding you back and how I can help you move forward. So when your third eye is starting to open up and expand and you're starting to have a communication and a regular dialogue with your higher self, the way that the universe or your cosmic guides or your, I mean, your, you know, your, uh, what are they called? Spirit guides, or I like to call them my cosmic team. 
you know, or which are, anyway, that's a whole other thing. We'll (laughs) stay on track, Jacoby. (laughs) But so your higher self is giving you these intuitions. And as you open up to them and you start um, being given, being shown the way, as you step onto that path, the universe then gives you signs, synchronicities, like things happen. First of all, a sign will happen that shows you you're on the right path. Or you might be like, oh, uh, what, where do I, what do I do right now? I've got this thing and I need to get here and I've got this obstacle. And then suddenly it'll come through a song on the radio that has meaning, like a really specific meaning from your childhood. And it's your grandma speaking to you. And there'll be one line in that song that will give you the key of what you need to do to get over the obstacle that's in your way in your life right now. Like those are the kinds of, I mean, that's a way of describing what a sign is. Um, how they can help you Um, but also signs will come in to show you you're on the right track so for example when I started making one of my films called The Beehive um, and that's another I think I'll do another metamorphosis chat on the making of my films because whenever I start making a film it's kind of like once I commit the energy starts moving and I get signs 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 synchronicities and it's not that I don't have challenges I certainly do um, because the universe is always using these experiences as a way to clean out any um, old programs that are no longer serving me so the beehive um, when I went through that suddenly there were bees everywhere. I would sit down at a cafe and it had a bee um, tablecloth. Um, there would be, I would go and sit outside for a cup of tea and a bee would rest on my teacup. Um, and I know it's kind of like, well, yeah, you know, you decide you want to buy um, a Tesla and then suddenly you start seeing all the other Teslas on the road. And that kind of is it too. Um, But that ability to see those signs, the universe will show you you're on the right track. And if the signs are coming in hard and fast, like if you're seeing those Teslas, 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 that's showing you that, yes, you listen to your higher self. And it was like we have reached a place in our self-worth where our uh, money reflects our self-worth. And as a result, we are going to buy ourselves a Tesla. And then you start seeing Teslas everywhere. And then suddenly you'll go to a party and you'll meet a Tesla dealer. And then that Tesla dealer will be like, hey, you know what? I've got this um, demo model that I'm selling like at 75% below cost. Oh my God. I mean, you get it for $5, but like whatever, my maths isn't great, but, um, (laughs) but you know what I mean? That's, that's, so the signs are you seeing the Teslas everywhere to confirm you're on the right track, but the synchronicities are the, the happenstances, the kismet occurrences that happen to bring the um, Tesla into your life. I hope that I have explained that it, it was a very, it feels like it was a very like wispy way of explaining it, but how do you explain the processes of, of manifestation and signs and synchronicities? But coming back to the third eye chakra, all of that opens up in this chakra. This is when you start seeing, once you start listening to your inner voice, which you connect to through this chakra, your intuition, that is when your ability to co-create with the universe really kicks into gear. 
So the next um, component or major attribute of this chakra is inspiration. It's visualization. It's imagination. If you are creatively blocked and absolutely we've talked about um, the sacral chakra, which is the birth of your creativity and the throat chakra is the expression of that creativity. But the third eye chakra is where you see your creativity. It's where you see the image or the thing that you want to create before it exists in 3D reality in your life, whether it's an art piece or as I've said before, creativity is everything. You decide for Christmas you want to create a spread for a 12 person spread and so in your mind's eye which is this chakra your inspiration you see this spread and it's got very specific wreaths on the table and you're seeing holly and you're seeing maybe a really traditional like Christmas colored um, tablecloth and napkins and that ability to see uh, and and get that inspiration in pictures and images is this chakra. And so for people who feel disconnected from that ability to, um, you know, when, you know, it, the people who are like, well, um, I don't want to um, generalize here, but let's say you're someone who is more logically focused. And so you're very much about um, practical, pragmatic, pragmatism, the things you can see and feel in front of you, you uh, may not be as prone to seeing things in your mind's eye because you're continuing to only focus your energy on what already currently exists. So in that instant, you're probably not going to be a creator. You may be someone who works for a creator. But if you're someone who wants to be the creator, then this is your chakra. Everybody has the capacity to be a creator. And this chakra is where you're going to be able to see your creations, the little kisses from the universe that come to you, those moments of inspiration in a lightning flash. And then you're like, right, I'm going to create that. And that's when you're off and racing. It's also your ability to um, think symbolically as well. So the ability to think in symbolism is uh, a big thing around your inspiration in this chakra. So the third thing that I want to talk about is discernment. And I'll never forget, uh, I'm pretty sure it was when I was having a kinesiology session and I've got a big history, a long eight year journey with kinesiology. That's going to be another podcast. (laughs) And um, oh, actually, no, I did. I did talk about that already. Sometimes I get mixed up on what I've written on the blog and what I've spoken about in these metamorphosis chats. But if you go back to the chats where I talk about becoming an energy healer, you will hear all about my um, journey as a kinesiologist. Uh, well, through kinesiology. Um, I am also a kinesiologist, <laughs> not a practicing one at the moment. But um, so discernment, I'll never forget when my kinesiologist said to me, uh, discernment is the uh, the emotion or the like attribute that's come online today to be worked with. You need to be more discerning. And I was like, what does that even mean? 
discerning, that doesn't sound very sexy. Like I want to work on like love or opening up to money or manifestation. I was like discernment, that's kind of boring, but it's so important. Discernment is your ability to discern the truth of a situation. It's the lifting of the veil. It's the revelations that you have of self-awareness. It's the peeling away of the onion to be able to see the truth, your truth, the universal truth, to be able to see through the matrix, to even have the consciousness to maybe question the things around you and question yourself. And it's very much, a, it's a more advanced version of the comprehension that I was talking about in the throat chakra, which makes sense because we're moving up. So the throat chakra, I talked about your ability to understand and comprehend. It's one thing to be able to write the letters in the sentence, the cat sat on the mat. It's another thing to be able to read that, the cat sat, sat on the mat phonetically, but your ability to comprehend that. What is the cat sitting on the mat? It's a cat who is sitting on a mat. It's not a giraffe on a fence. Okay, I sound like this is a children's show. But anyway, your ability, your basic ability to comprehend that is the throat chakra. But your ability to then understand the depth of that. Like, wait a second, that cat has been sitting on that mat every single day for the last 10 years since its master left and it's been so sad and unable to move forward that it has sat on that mat without moving just hoping hoping choosing not to deal with their grief and move through the loss and move on with their life but they're just sitting on the mat frozen in a false sense of hope and so that is the more advanced ability of comprehension. When you can start to look at these, to not only un understand something in its most basic format, but then to understand the more subtle layers behind it. And that is mainly in relation to yourself. So this is where, where we're talking about woke and everybody, oh yeah, he's so woke or she's so woke or they just had a spiritual awakening this is the chakra kind of where that all kicks off. It's when you've done enough cleaning out of all the other chakras below that this chakra pops on open and well, it's kind of like those bottom three chakras. So the root, the sacral and the solar, they are so of the earth and of our 3D reality that most of us are just caught up in a perpetual state of living out the power dynamics of the um, lower formations of these chakras, the un unrealized and cleared out and balanced version of these chakras. But when you can kind of get through enough of that, it's not like you have to be completely clear for the third eye to open, but you need to, because the third eye is the ability to like see beyond, um, let's say you're in a toxic relationship and you're in this toxic spiral and you know, you're, you're back on your best friend's couch crying and your best friend is looking at you going, oh my God, for the 10th time, is this person ever going to wake up 
but you are so inside the pain of the situation and the why, why is this happening still? Why can't he just love me or why can't they just commit to me? You're, whether you have the ability to see the toxicity of the situation, step outside it, observe it, and then even with that clarity and that little truth bomb, which is what self-observation gives you, you then have the courage to step forward and make a new choice. And maybe next time that person calls you for a booty call, you, even though you're home crying your eyes out, you don't pick up the phone because you're out partying instead (laughs) even though you're not but you're making a new choice to not be available to the person who's unavailable to you so that is the ability to be discerning self-observation waking up and we very much need this chakra for manifestation because you want to manifest the things that you don't currently have in your life. The only reason you don't have them is because you're not vibrationally aligned to them. The only reason you're not vibrationally aligned to them is because you have energetic blocks and programs and things from generally your childhood experiences and then everything that's kind of happened since then that's built on top of it that is um, stopping you from or blocking you from being energetically aligned with the things you want to call in. And so that's where we need, because the biggest thing that needs to happen for manifestation is the clearing of those blocks. So this chakra is really important. And I mean, meditation, 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 because meditation is the first step towards self-observation. Journaling is another step. The more you write about what you're feeling, the more you can start to literally see patterns presenting themselves on the page in front of you. Um, But this, uh, the ability to meditate and sit in the nothingness and just watch the thoughts that come up on that come up over and over and over and loop or literally for me when i first started just the ability to sit still was painful it was painstaking absolutely painstaking that in itself your inability to sit inside your own body and just be with yourself without distraction And in a relaxed form, I didn't even realize that my muscles were so tight and held in um, a very uncomfortable holding pattern. That That was a result of my trauma, which I only could have really discovered once I started observing myself, which for me started when I sat on the mat like that damn cat. Oh my God, that's such a beautiful way to wrap everything up. All right, that's where we're going to end this chat today. I've been rabbiting on long enough. Um, That is the sixth chakra. The three major elements of this chakra are your intuition, your inspiration, and your discernment. Please join me next week for our final uh, chakra, the crown chakra, which will be the end of our seven chakra journey. And then I will be going on to talk about other amazing things and exciting things a couple I've already mentioned previously in this episode but thank you so much for listening today and I hope that this has been expansive for you 
I hope this episode has inspired you to keep going on what can sometimes be a tough road to inner peace and true happiness. If you want to dive deeper into what we talked about today, go to thehealingcocoon.co for show notes and all things personal growth. And don't forget, if you're loving The Healing Cocoon, then put that love into action and subscribe, rate and review on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you download your podcasts. And until next time, my friends, let's rise and shine together.